Join me right now is undefeated eternal MMA Bantamweight King, Mitch Martin. What's going on, Mitch? Hey, John. How you doing? Good, good, man. Uh, this is my first time talking to you, so I'm going to ask you some questions about your martial arts background. When did you first start mixed martial arts? Mixed martial arts? Um, I'd probably say about eight years ago, uh, 2011. 20, um, yeah, sort of around that sort of time, I guess. Yeah. Who got you into it? Like, did you naturally like transition into mixed martial arts from other martial arts, or how did it all happen? Yeah, I um, I've always had a bit of an interest in sort of boxing and, and a bit of Muay Thai, and that I started with um, one of my mates was doing a bit of Muay Thai, so I sort of went down to his gym and I started doing that for a few months and had a few few Muay Thai fights, um, and I guess just from there the natural transition to to MMA. A few of my mates were were going across to there from. I'm sort of from a small country town, so there's not really a lot to do unless you're, you know, drinking drinking alcohol and running amok. So I try to stay out of that and keep keep pretty um, keep out of trouble. So yeah, I, I just sort of went to went to the MMA from from that sort of side of things. When was the moment? Do you remember the moment where you decided like, hey, I'm gonna pursue this career in fighting? Um, I would I would have to say it would be after my first Muay Thai fight. I, I reckon it was. Um, yeah, I remember sort of the thrill, you know, the fight camp. It was all new to me. It was all um, a new experience. I've always been pretty active and into my sports, but this was this was sort of next level. Uh, just the atmosphere, pushing your body to its limits. And um, there, there really is no – It's uh, it's there's a define, you know. It's, there's only yourself to um, to blame if you don't perform or you perform really well. So I, I really I really like that side of things, that you've, you, you've got to hold yourself accountable. And uh, it, yeah, it pushes me, it gets me to push myself to my limits and test myself. And, and that's, that's the attraction to it, really. That's, yeah. As an up-and-comer, you must have a career outside of uh, MMA. What is your career and how do you manage to organize everything, you know, while working another job? Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't quite pay the bills fight, fighting on its own. So um, I do have to have another source of income. Uh, at this stage, just just being, a, I'm an electrician, so I, um, at the moment, I've, I've been super lucky to find a job that's uh, really accommodating for for my fighting and my training. So I'll sort of start super early, but I finish early as well. Um, so installing solar systems and yeah, you're out, you're out in the sun all day. It is quite labouring and, and intensive, but um, you just got to be super efficient with your time. And uh, I guess you've just got to again, you got to hold yourself accountable for the training and and you've just got to get yourself there and, and get it all yeah get it all under under control uh, with your life admin you've got to have procedures and I guess after work you you sort out try and do it all on the go um, but yeah it's, it's it is it's one of the hardest things is managing your time especially if you have you got like a full-time job and then you fight training it, it's fighting is actually a lifestyle people don't really understand that it is it is a lifestyle you got to change your whole mentality and how you do things outside of just training your diet and your recovery and your sleep and yeah so it, it, it is hard it's definitely hard um you just got to kind of find a, a system and a rhythm that suits suits you i guess well it seems like you found a great system a great rhythm because your career has been going upward uh your performances man and so far in your career they have been very impressive to say the least in your words, what type of style do you bring to the cage, fighting style-wise? Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I definitely say determination and um, a will to win would would, would be up there. 
definitely don't back down from a fight. Uh, I, I, I tend to, yeah, just weather the storm a bit and just bring it bring it to the fight. Um, fighting style, I guess an all-round brawler, really. Just um, just go out there and just keep swinging, and the first one that backs down, I guess, kind of doesn't come out. That's um, that's kind of the, my attitude towards it. Yeah, never back down. Your last title defense was at Eternal 38 versus Jason Petropolis. Many say that you were down two rounds going into the third. Did you feel that during the fight? And what did your corner tell you before the third round? Yeah, um, 100%. I definitely felt that through the whole fight. He's, he was a big boy. He's strong, super strong. Um, really good wrestler and ground game. And, and we sort of knew that going into the camp and into the fight. So we... My main concern was uh, was obviously submissions and being submitted. So that was uh, what I what I mainly trained for. Um, so I, I did have that in mind a lot, and I just sort of, I, yeah, I sort of tr- took things a little bit more slower, weathered the storm a little bit again. Um, he, he was on top of me for two rounds, and he just yeah took me down. Weathered, yeah, he just sort of weathered me down a lot, and I, I was exhausted towards the end of it. Um, coming out of the third round, we were both exhausted, and I sort of saw a look in his eye that told me that he was more exhausted than I was and that's kind of where I got a little bit more energy and managed to, um, yeah, just turn it around and get the finish. Um, I guess it, at, uh, I'm going to have to con- attribute 90% of that fight to my corner. Uh, I, there was a spot there probably in the last two or three minutes of the last round where, you know, I was in a compromising position and I could just hear and see my corner and they're just shouting at me that I've just got to give that little bit of effort and just, just – the encouragement they gave me really inspired me to keep going, and and it worked 100. percent You know, my team they're, they're they're like my family, so they um, they definitely inspired me to, to turn that around, and yeah, that definitely helped. You mentioned you worked a lot on the ground. He had you in some vulnerable positions throughout the first two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, did you did, feel yeah. in an extreme danger at any moment? Yeah, yeah, 100. percent A couple of moments, especially with. Um, I knew he's like he he liked to go for a lot of leg locks and that side of things, and that was um, that was something that I did train a lot with. And yeah, there were a lot of times where I thought that okay, this is it, you know, he's going to submit me here. And um, lucky, I just managed to pull through, and it didn't sort of didn't happen. And then there was another time he was on my back as well, um, almost going for. I had his hand around my neck. I was like, this is under my chin. This is in deep. And then um, yeah, I, I guess the sort of training kicks in, and you just kind of the fight fight syndrome hits you and you just sort of yeah uh soldier on and i managed to reverse it and yeah i was, I was, I was considering myself pretty lucky there a few times i was yeah but i was definitely felt in danger heaps definitely yeah yeah well i guess the training and in combination with your corner you know pushing you it kind of helped you out of those situations right yeah. Definitely, definitely. I'm super lucky and I'm super proud to be training at the gym, the gym I train at. Like, we've got really, really, we do have a gym full of champions, like both accredited and not accredited. Like, everyone at the gym is, is at high level and they're awesome training partners. And we, we really do, you know, like people do underestimate their training partners. But my, my coach, he, his famous saying is, iron sharpens iron. And when you surround yourselves with animals and beasts, you know, you, you become to that level. And um, yeah, that's that's a hundred percent contributing to, to how where I am and how I've been training and and the effort. Yeah, it's it is. It's definitely the people you surround yourself with, and I've, I'm just super lucky to have such an awesome team and a good support team as well, which is good. All right, before we get into your team, 
I wanted to ask you one more question about the last fight. Was that the toughest test of your career so far? Um, it was, I'd say it was a close second. Uh, it was just, it was, it was very interesting. I, um, one of my first fights was against Khan Offley and that was, um, that was taken on just under a week's notice at two weight divisions above. So that was at 70 kilos and, um, he, in the first round, in the first sort of, um, <clears throat> engagement, he, um, I went for a takedown, he reversed it, he was on top, and he actually dropped a couple of elbows and, and fractured my orbital mm -hmm. and consequently gave me a concussion. And that, that was in the first round. Now, I managed to um, reverse that, get that up, and sort of fend him off for the rest of the round. And then, again, he sort of gassed a bit more, and I saw that and, and sort of capitalized on it. But it really was a um, fight-or-die situation for me there, and that, that was definitely the hardest fight. Uh, but, yeah, Jason Petropoulos was, was definitely a close second, definitely. All right, let's get into your training camp, your team, MMA clinic. Talk about your team. You mentioned them, you you know, iron sharpens iron. Who are yeah. some of your close training partners, and can you talk about the coaches you work with too? Oh, 100%, definitely. So um, at our gym, our, our main head coach, Ben Vickers, he uh, he sort of he, he manages the MMA clinic, Perth side of things. Uh, he's also co-owner of the Eternal MMA show. And uh, again, he's... A, an amazing coach. Um, I really look up to him. He's, he's inspired me a lot. He uh, he always says the right things in the corner, and I'm I'm super lucky to have his wisdom and guidance along. He always knows what. He's always been looking out for me. He's, he's more like a a father figure as well as which is really good. It's, we have a really good bond. Um, so yeah, he's he's the main one. Uh, strength and conditioning coach. I've got another Jason. He's um, he's super good for that. But strength and conditioning side. And then obviously you've got all the other all the other fighters, um, Jack Della, the, the eternal champ as well. Ryan Gray is another close friend and uh, training partner of mine. Similar weight, he's the um, featherweight champ. So we, we do have a gym full of champions. And then yeah, we've we've got a pretty good fight team. I think we have ten to fifteen you know fighters that fight regularly. So everyone's super fit, puts the pace on. Um, yeah, so it's it is it is about the team really. Yeah, I'm also super lucky. My um, my girlfriend Stacy Ward, she she actually trains as well in fights, and uh, she's always keeping me on my toes. And yeah, that's good fun. Always supporting me. It's good to have someone right by your side that knows what you're going through as well. And uh, she's always been there for me, and and it's yeah, super proud to have her by my side as well. How so, yeah. has training camp been going so far? It's it's good. The uh, the beauty of having. Um, well, I say so many, but being this deep in a career is that you know how well your body functions and you know how well it reacts to certain things you do. So you can sort of fine-tune your training, your diet, your recovery. So um, each training camp, I'm not going to say it, it ever gets easier, but it's more clearer and you, you get more focused on where you want to be, where you're at, what you need to do. So it does become more manageable, I guess, uh, in that sense. So you can see a clear clear direction of where you're heading and where you're going to be and where you are um so yeah it's it's it is good um yeah i, I like you, you sort of know where you're at what you need to do and it does make it more manageable definitely but yeah it's always hard you're always sore you're always tired you're always hungry especially managing a full-time job and you know cutting back the calories here and there but um always getting beaten up by the big guys so yeah it's it's nothing you don't take lightly i guess your next title defense is against Kyron Moses 
in the main event of Eternal 41. Thoughts of him as a challenger for the title? Um, oh, I, I never, I will never underestimate an opponent. Like I respect anyone who's willing to step up to the challenge. Uh, that instant where you let your guard down is, you know, the, the the one that knocks you down is the one you don't see coming. So I always try and anticipate everything from every opponent. Uh, leave no stone unturned. Train for every sort of every scenario. Um, so yeah, like I respect him as a fighter, as a person. Anyone who's at this level, who um, who can step up to the title challenge, is obviously no no slump. You know, there's not. It's never really going to be an easy fight. So um, yeah, I, I don't anticipate on it being an easy fight. Uh, so that, that's how that's my focus. That's how I'm going to train, and that's that's what I think of of Kieran Moses. Now, your opponent in his last fight, he knocked off who many consider to be the number one bantamweight in Australia. He knocked him off. He beat him. Took the title at aftershock. Do you look at this fight as not only for the title but for the number one bantamweight status in Australia? I, I don't generally look at it. I suppose I try not to think too much about that. I just sort of focus on the opponent in front of me. Like, I just get through one step at a time. The battle's in front of me. Uh, in saying that, he was, I'm not going to say lucky. He's, he's a tough opponent. Like, he wore down, from from what I've what I've seen, he was, um, you know, he was being controlled on the ground most of the fight, and he was down again. Very similar scenario to Jason and myself. Uh, very similar fight. So... Again, I, I respect him for that, and I respect his endurance and his ability to pull through at the end. So that that is something that I am aware of, and I guess like it'll, it's it's more for my personal gain and personal challenges than me looking for the number one spot in Australia. I guess um, it's more to yeah, like I, I would say it's always another you know belt around the waist, so to speak. But yeah, that's it's definitely one of my focuses to to win. For sure, uh, but no, I don't really look at it as where I am in Australia or anything. It's I'm number one in, in, in Eternal, and that's all that counts at the moment. So, yeah, for bantamweight, that is of course. No matter what happens, you know you are one of the best guys out there in Australia at bantamweight, probably pound for pound. That's not signed by you know one of the major promotions. Is your plan to get signed by the UFC eventually, or are you looking to live? that prize fighter lifestyle and sign a contract to the highest bidder? Oh, at the end of the day, you're only you're only as big as your own lunchbox, I guess. So you've, you've got to kind of expand out and, and really test yourself. Like if you're not if you're not struggling, you need to go into a bigger pond, you know. You're always there's always a bigger fish out there. There's always someone better. And you don't um, you don't know that until you push yourself to your absolute limits and, and you don't know where your limits are until they're tested, I guess. Um but yeah, like it's every fighter's dream to fight in the UFC. That's that's the top. That's that's where it's at. That's the most broadcasted, the most well uh, known. They've got some of the best fighters in the world there. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's every. That's that's my dream to fight in the UFC. Um, and I guess like I'm just going to keep going until until I find my match. I guess there's nothing till I find someone to stop me. That's 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 where it's at. All right. Well. You continue your campaign on March 2nd in the main event, Eternal MMA 41. Thank you, Mitch, for your time, and uh, good luck on your fight, man. Thank you, John. I really appreciate that. Thank you.